Hello and welcome back. I'm your host, Wacky Zacky 2. This is the podcast Minecraft for Beginners. Today's subject is redstone. In the specialized segment this week, we'll be talking about whether redstone is worth it or not if you're a beginner. And in the explanation stage, I'll really tell you what redstone is, because it is quite complicated. Without further ado, on with the show. So, redstone. If you're completely new to Minecraft, and if you've been mining around, you might have seen this red ore. It's called redstone ore, and if you mine it with an iron pickaxe or above, you get redstone dust. Redstone dust is basically the electricity wiring of Minecraft. Um, if you get a lever crafted with a stick and one block of cobblestone, and attach it to a string of just if you place redstone dust on the ground and then you put a lever next to the dust and you flick the lever, you'll notice that the dust turns red or and lights up. This is the redstone power. You can use redstone power to create simple circuits such as opening an iron door, opening a wooden door. There are other redstone components as well, like I mentioned the lever. There's also the button and the trapdoor, crafted with wood or stone, both respectively. Uh, and then there's also more complicated things crafted with redstone, but a few other items, like observers, which are crafted with redstone, and quartz from the nether and some cobblestone. Repeaters, which basically strengthen your signal. Now, I may be talking gibberish to you, and I'm talking gibberish to myself, because I don't use redstone all too much. But redstone is a very handy thing if you're farming resources. You can use it to create auto farms. But it's very hard to understand, and I suggest watching some YouTube tutorials before you just start placing your redstone. Or maybe even have a try around in a creative world. In this next segment, the specialized one for redstone, I will talk about whether redstone is worth it or not for beginners to Minecraft. I have not personally used redstone to farm anything, I've just used it for little cosmetic things and builds. As I'm not the greatest survival player, I've never really seen the need to farm materials. If you're more adamant in building big mega bases and stuff, even if you're new, or even if you're old and just not gotten into redstone, there are mob farms and stuff that don't involve redstone, but they are slower and clunkier. So, let's see what I think about whether redstone is worth it or not. On to the specialized segment. Today's special segment, as I mentioned, is called Redstone. Is it worth it for beginners? In this segment, I'll really dive in and see if it's worth building redstone farms and farming redstones for large creations if you're new to Minecraft or just struggling with redstone. So let's get into the segment. Um, to really start us off, redstone is rather hard to get. Redstone, you have to, it's I wouldn't say rare, but you have to mine quite deep in the world to get it. You need an iron pickaxe or above, and it's helpful to have fortune. Redstone ore does also have the extra bonus of experience, but if you're building a large, very large project, it's better to go down the villager trading route. Villager trading, if you trade with, with I believe it's clerks, um, you can trade them high enough to get redstone. It's either clerks or librarians, I'm not sure. Um, if you trade them up high enough, you can get large quantities of redstone for fairly cheap amounts of emeralds or other materials. 
And yet, if you're new to Minecraft, you won't know much about redstone circuitry. I've been playing for Minecraft for two years and I don't know much about redstone circuitry. Redstone circuitry is a difficult thing, but there is an official Minecraft guide for it. Um, the Minecraft guide can be found uh, any place you get books, really, as long as they are well stocked. Um, it's the original Minecraft guide. But my only qualm with these guides, they come in a set of four, and then there are a few others. Uh, the Redstone guide is rather outdated. For, well, I think it was written in 2018, so about 1.12 and 1.13. Redstone mechanics have changed significantly since then. With the release of the target block in 1.16, which means we can now measure redstone in different ways, and the possible release of the skulk sensor in 1.18. So, maybe just go onto YouTube and find a redstone tutorial. So, in my ruling, if you're somebody who wants to get a load of materials, even if you're new to the game, redstone is worth it for you. My ruling is, redstone's worth it. Well, on to our normal segments. Due to a lack of questions, I've had to cancel the, our segment Parental Q&A. And even though this is sad, I'll be replacing it with a new segment, just to satisfy those Minecrafters. The new segment is called Minecraft News, and as it sounds, I will be talking about the latest Minecraft news from Minecraft.net. Um, the reason I've started this segment now is because they've recently started to put out snapshots for 1.18. As I've just checked, the first one has just come out. So, without further ado, on with the news. The news this week is for Minecraft Snapshot 21W37A, Minecraft Java Snapshot. It's added the new features in 21W37A are added noise caves and aquifers, which means you'll now get bigger caves and underground water. Add drip so added dripstone caves underground biome, so now you'll be able to find the lovely pointy dripstone in a large biome. Added the grove biome. Uh, the grove biome is in a forest and it's, uh, what it sounds like, it's a grove of, in a forest. Uh, added the lofty peaks biome, the highest peaks. Added the lush caves underground biome. The lush caves underground biome, as we all know, is the lovely underground biome with azalea and all the lovely moss. I've had fun playing around with those. Added the meadow biome, added the snow-capped peaks biome, added the snowy slopes biome, added stony peaks biome, nor new ore distribution and larger ore veins, so hello strategic mining, and overworld building generation limits have been expanded, so you can now build a good 100 blocks or so higher. 118 is coming along. Blocks and chanting tables now emit a low amount of light. Using shears on the tip of a cave vine, twisting vine, weeping vine, or kelp now causes it to stop growing. Useful feature could be used for a farm. Hmm, we'll find out. Uh, dripstone caves biome contains plenty of pointed dripstone and dripstone block on the floors, ceilings, and small pools of water. Yes, local water generation is coming along. In some places, you'll find larger stalagmites, stalactite columns, and columns built from dripstone blocks. Contains extra copper ore. That's a new one on us. And the grove biome, snowy terrain with big spruce trees and powder snow traps. Might want to wear leather boots. Tends to generate on a high altitude terrain between mountain peaks or on hilltops. 
spawns wolves, rabbits, and foxes. So good if you want to farm rabbits and foxes and get pets. Larger ore veins. Ore veins are large, rare, snake-like underground ore formations. So it will now be harder to find ore. But when you do, you'll get lots. Copper veins form between Y0 and Y50 are mixed with granite. So if you see a st stretch of granite, you might be able to find copper veins. Iron veins form below Y minus 60 and Y minus 8 and are mixed with tuff. So now we have a better supply of tuff. Lofty peaks, dramatic jagged mountain peaks with snow and stone. Spawns goats, lush caves biome. Moss covers floor and ceilings. Spore blossoms grow from the ceiling and drip particles. Contains clay pools with drip leaf plants growing out of them. Contains azalea bushes and flowering azalea bushes. The azalea tree loves to have its roots in lush caves. So if you find an azalea tree, either overground or in a cave, you know there is a lush cave beneath you. Great thing for finding these beautiful biomes. Cave vines with glowberries bow. Sorry about that, guys. Cave vines with glowberries grow from the ceiling and light up the caves. Woo! Complicated sentence. Meadow biome, large grassy, and f large grassy and flowery biome that tends to generate high up on plateaus or next to mountain ranges. Sometimes contain a tall oak or birch tree, often with a bee nest. Think sound of music. I'm not kidding here. This is the actual quote on the website. Spawns donkeys, rabbits, and sheep. There is plenty more on the news, but if you would like to find this, um, snapshot for yourself. Just go on to minecraft.net and search, yeah, minecraft.net and go down to new news. It'll be under minecraft snapshot 20w.w37a. Well, with that out of the way, on to the next segment. Now it's time for our third segment. Our third segment this week is Minecraft Dictionary. Minecraft Dictionary, as we all know, is the segment where I get five words related to Minecraft and explain them. The five words this week are chicken, pumpkin, sand, portal, and book. The first word is chicken, and chickens are a live, naturally spawning mob in Minecraft. They drop eggs at regular intervals, which when thrown, have a one in eight chance of spawning a baby chicken and can be used to bake cakes. Chickens drop feathers and raw chicken. Feathers can be used to when killed, obviously. Feathers can be used to craft arrows when combined with flint and a stick. This crafting recipe yields four arrows per craft. If you're, look if you're a vegan and looking for a way to craft arrows, I have bad news for you. So, our second word this week is pumpkin. Pumpkins, as we all know, are the Halloweenish thing. Pumpkins can be harvested naturally from the terrain and can be crafted into seeds, which can be planted. Seeds, once they grow, grow off a vine. Pumpkins can be used to make um, pumpkin pie or can be carved and make a golem. We'll talk about golems in the later Minecraft dictionary. Our third word is sand. Sand is the one of the only three gravity-affected blocks in Minecraft, can be mined with a shovel, and is turned into glass, and glass is subsequently turned into glass panes or tinted glass when combined with amethyst crystals. A useful thing to come out of the 117 update. Very nice. There isn't much else to sand, so on to our fourth one. Portal. 
There are two kinds of portal, the nether portal and the end portal. The, ne the nether portal is crafted when you place three no, five obsidian blocks on the ground and then another seven upwards and then another five to create a rectangle. This rectangle can be lit using a flint and steel and when it's lit it will come up with like a kind of purple portal effect and can then be used to travel to the nether. The other one is the end portal. The end portal is um, only found in strongholds which are located using eyes of ender we'll go into these in another minecraft dictionary and um, can be lit using eyes of ender 12 to be exact if it's a completely empty portal once lit the end portal will lead you to the end where you can beat the final boss the ender dragon and get other things our last word this week is book books can be can't, can, books can be written in when combined with a quill and squid ink this will create a book and quill which you can write in and then sign. Warning, once you've signed a book, it can no longer be written in. Uh, books can also be enchanted on an enchantment table to create enchanting books, which can then be combined with a tool of choice or armor of choice on an, an anvil, which can then subsequently create an enchanted tool. Well, that's all for these words this week. On to the next segment. Sadly, it's now time for our fourth and final segment, Minecraft Minute. As we all know, Minecraft Minute is where I can talk about one subject, anything related to Minecraft, as long as I keep it refined to one minute. So, my timer is set and let's go. The subject this week for Minecraft Minute is snapshots. Snapshots, as we talked about earlier in Minecraft news, are basically glimpses into future updates. So, if you go into a snapshot, the way you can obtain a snapshot is if you go into your launcher, you go into the installations tab and enable snapshots. Once enabled, you should be able to make installations of the latest snapshots or of any snapshot, really. Um, once created, you can then play them like any normal game of Minecraft and you can discover what the devs have been adding. The devs release these snapshots to get feedback from the community. Content creators do showcases of them every week, so even if you don't have time to get into your game, yeah, you can always watch a YouTube video, or even just listen to it on the way to work. Don't watch it in the car though. Yeah, really don't. So, my time is coming to a close and so is the show. It's time for the outro. Now we've reached the end of the show. If you'd like to leave us a review, if your podcast app of choice does that, please do. Even if you can't leave us a written review, please give us a star review or a points review, whatever works for you. Also subscribe. This greatly helps the show and is completely free. We're currently available on Apple Podcasts at last, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Spotify, and our website, um, anchor.fm slash wackysacky2. So, if you can do that, that would be greatly appreciated. Also, to email the show at wackysacky2 at icloud.com to send in questions, suggestions, or just to generally chat to me. Also, check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash Minecraft for Beginners, where you can pledge at any one of three levels. 
the highest level gives you a chance of being on the show. Isn't that exciting? Although it is quite expensive, so I, I will give you that. Um, also, check me out on YouTube at youtube.com, wackyzacky2. My channel currently only has one video on it, but I'll be working that out this week. If you could please subscribe to that as well, that would be greatly appreciated. Well, thanks for listening. From Wacky Zacky 2, and goodbye.